Vino and Rich. Vino's brilliant. Said no one ever. Best of the week. Dude, you're the worst. Yeah, you're a smart guy. Yeah! Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Cavino <laughs> and Rich, best of the week. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Only on Faction Talk 103. On to the greatest prank I've heard pulled that I think you could do if you live in a small town or a town. It's really a matter of small town or a safe town. Is it go around coughing on everyone? That's a pretty good prank right now. No, do you see that one guy? That, I don't know if it's funny or ridiculous. He comes out of a testing facility and he starts walking like a zombie. Oh, yeah. Everyone's like, this guy's irresponsible. Or is he funny or both? Or stupid? It's funny. You got you to lighten, lighten up. it up. People are taking, people are not taking things too seriously. People are being too serious. So lighten up. My, my buddy told me about a prank he did that I thought. This isn't Matt, is it? No, no, no. Okay. My buddy Chris. Okay, because Matt's the same guy that, that, what did he do? He dumped a beer in a girl's hat? He, he dumped a beer in a girl's hat because the, the girl flirted with him, then got him to buy all her friend's drinks, and then said bye and dissed him. So she tricked him. So he took her hat off and poured his beer in and yeah, walked out okay. the bar. That was wrong. But I thought it was wrong, but funny. Justice. My buddy Chris told me about a prank he played. Now, this is great. He lives in a town where people don't necessarily always secure their house to the to the to the fullest. I mean, you got your ring doorbell, you got people stealing shit out of your car. You might you might not want to do this here or down the block by me gotta, or anywhere in LA. I got a hatchet. You're not going to do this in New York City. You're not going to do it in Chicago. You're not going to do it in Miami, Houston, Dallas, anywhere. But if you live in a town where you feel like, "Oh, it's a small town." Like Krista, where you grew up in upstate New York, where where you leave the back door porch door open because Rich, frankly, Rich always leaves the back door open. I always leave the back door open. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you loaded the bell, huh? <laughs> what do you mean? Virtual bell on the spot. It's a real Thank bell. You. Um, <laughs> so if you live in a town where you know your buddies or neighbors, <sighs> leave their door open. To be honest, I feel like when I grew up in my my town, up until a certain year, I feel like there were times where we left the side door open or the window right next to the side door open where if you need to, you could lift the window. and. I know. Go in with a gun and a mask on and say, give me all your TP and see what happens. No, no, no. Did you leave your... I feel like you lived in a nice little town well, spot. We never um, no? left our door unlocked. Phyllis never left that side door no. open. Oh, fuck no. Are you kidding? Well, you lived in Union. Union was a nice town, bro. You know so nothing about it. Was, was being the operative it word. It was a nice town. Um, but no, I mean, even anywhere in the in the tri-state area, it's like... It's a little tricky, yeah. You don't leave your fucking door open. But but I'm saying, Spot, there's a there's a big difference now. between where we grew up and a lot of our listeners. You think people, you think people live in rural areas... Like they don't leave the back screen door open, and like people leave their door open. It's a big thing. Do me a favor, hit me if you leave your back door open. Jesus hit me up. <laughs> so I just want to know if I want to know uh, who's leaving their back door open. Remember to scrub it though. Yeah. Jeez. Spot. Yeah, those sc- those screens can get pretty dirty on your back door. Yeah. Scrub Jeez, it. Yeah. So you're so horny. Do you have your? Uh, did yeah. you load your? Oh, did wait. you load your spot horn? <laughs> should should Kavino and I leave? I know your wife's home today. Our horned up producer, horny spot. Yeah, she's working. Um, She's all business during the day. So if you live in a town where people are a little cavalier about locking up and, you know, my buddy Chris, his his friend played a prank on him and he's like, I'm going to get my friend back in the best way possible. So my buddy Chris, let, let's let's say his friend's name is Mark. Mark moved in to a house down the block. His girlfriend had just moved in. So picture this, Kavino. Your buddy who lives down the block 
just had his girlfriend move in with him. Okay. Right around the time my buddy's girlfriend moved in with him, when him and his girlfriend would leave for work, my buddy Chris would go into their ba- house through their back door and shit in their toilet and just not flush. And then he would go to work. He'd save his morning shit every day. And on his way to work, he'd stop at his buddy's house who lived three houses away, would, would go in the back door because he knew the back door that had the little, you know, the screen door was left open a lot. And every day he'd save his morning shit, shit in his buddy's house and not flush, which left the illusion of now he thinks his new girlfriend that moved in is leaving floaters. And the girlfriend that moved in thinks that, oh, my God, I just moved in with a dude that doesn't flush when he shits. By the way, I know you call this a prank. It sounds like a crime almost. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of <laughs> a this is crime. Not, this is not, I don't. It's not funny. Yeah, like I, so I, you know, sneaking to someone's big, fan of the upper decker. The upper decker is still my favorite prank. So your prank is sneak into someone's house who leaves their back door open and just take a shit in their house. <laughs> Greatest prank of all time. Who does I'm sorry, this? Do you remember he? This is I want, how no. I want a full name. Who does this? Is this, this Siri? Is, this is my buddy Chris Siri. I'm he's gonna a, the he's call a, right he's now. He's a disgusting, gross individual. <laughs> yeah, this and, sounds like criminal. You know, I, I, I get the. Get, Can I get you imagine that, like, if he, the buddy's girlfriend like decides to come back home because she forgot something and, and realizes there's so, a man there shitting in her toilet? So the inventor the, of Santa's enchanted mailbox, yes, is leaving shits in people's houses. Wait till <laughs> this news gets out. I mean, wait until this news gets out. I mean, that's pretty bold. Like, that might be a prank gone too far. Like, I'd be like, you're doing what in my house? Sounds like Spot's Enchanted Mailbox is going to... Or, no. Yeah. Sounds like uh, <laughs> someone's going to be getting some residuals from Santa's Enchanted Mailbox. Like, let's put this a settlement pers- deal. Let's put this in perspective. <laughs> if I went to Spot's bathroom right now, because we're live from I'm, his living I room... I see you going there, and I won't let you do it. I know, but let's say I had to drop a loaf, right? Yeah. I'd send you to Riches. I could drop one in your tank... AKA the upper decker yeah. in the tank, but I didn't like break into your house to do so. So that to me okay. is a better prank. So right, I have now, to check listen, my tank now. This is not unsolicited. <laughs> so I've never saying? been I've never been the guy who has played back and forth pranks with my buddies or someone I've dated. Disgusting. But there, you know there it's are guys funny. Like, like he's saying he's saying this was the result it's of funny. a major he this was a result spot of a prank that someone pulled on him that was pretty like, is he, severe. Is he doing this now? No, like ten years ago when he first met his wife. When he first met his wife, because she, she remembered so when the he story. Was, so when he was like thirty, yeah, this is something you do to like your fucking frat buddies. This isn't something you do to an I mean, adult individual. It's Chris his, it's is his... also the person that took a picture of Rich taking a shit. That's true, and that was so, funny. You know, and that was funny. Uh, you know what? That was funny. Okay. So you know, right, I'll I mean, give him a pass. But I just, when I I, I can't Rich believe cupping his balls on the on the toilet. Oh, that's classic. I, I had known this guy for and he made it into a Christmas card. That was funny. All right, I'll give him a that pass. Was I've known this guy for thirty years. More than that. I've known my buddy Chris since like first or second grade, and he's always been like the wise-ass kid. He was always a funny kid, a good kid. Always always known for like pulling pranks on people, and I can't believe I have not heard this one. I was like, whoa, whoa. So you're telling me that when your buddy would go to work, you would wait for him to leave. You knew he left at like 8.30, so then you'd say, all right, I'm going to run down the block. You would go down the block just to take a shit and then come home? He's like, yeah. I mean... It's a great story. It really is. I'm not being... Too highbrow for it. I think it's fantastic. You're the, you're the, I just wouldn't you're the guy with it. more shit stories than anyone. This yeah, is yeah, the ultimate like, prank. It's, it's those a, find a him. He does, too far. Those find him. He doesn't find uh, 
shits to give to other people. I could never do he this. Said, he, I, he's it would actually, be the most nerve-wracking shit I'd he's, ever uh, He's listening while he's working from home, and he yeah. goes, I would call up, but I'm really I'm busy on work calls while I'm listening. He goes, I did this for almost a month. He kept asking me, yo, my new, telling him my new girlfriend is leaving floaters. <laughs> Manly floaters. Wow. Uh, Manly floaters. Wait, so, 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 he, so he did this to someone, not someone did this to him. He did this. It's gross. I need to know what sparked this sort of retaliation, though. Yeah. Because does the uh, retaliation meet the? Does it does it match the the original crime? You know, eight six six nine six nine nineteen sixty nine. It's almost like, oh man, you got me with a squirting flower. I burnt down your house. It, it's not like it's not like the crime didn't match. I think it was something like they <sighs> squirting flower. Yeah, I, I don't know. There, there there's some people that I know what you're saying like. They're the recipient of a prank, and they then get revenge too far. Yes, exactly. Uh, so am I above this? No. But I'm just saying I, I, it's bold. It's like next level. Like You got to be hanging out with like Johnny Knoxville sort of prank. It's like I because you're going into that's, that's, that's too not much pressure. Your, that's not your type of guy, but you can't see like – Yeah, it's funny you can't as see, hell. You can't see guys but you're, like – you're going into someone else's house. You can't see people like Narzan and his bonehead buddies in Canada playing pranks on each other like this. Keep in mind, you have a daughter. I don't you think Narzan – Narzan, hold you, on. I don't think – I would love to reach out to Narzan right now. I don't think he's ever broken into someone's house and taken a shit in their house. Yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think that's the Canadian way. I don't think that's his way. Yeah, I <laughs> really don't. I don't think he's the type. Of I love how you're that. trying to sell this as the greatest break ever. This to me, oh, it's bold. It's, I, it's good. Ew, gross. This to me is just bold and disgusting. <laughs> it's, no, for me, it's not even that spot. The prank itself is hysterical when you think about the reality of someone's. Oh like, yeah, Yo, who's like, leaving floaters? Like the mystery involved in the it. Mystery because he's thinking but, like he's thinking. Oh my god, my new girl. Yeah, new that's beautiful, all great. My new beautiful girlfriend. I'm saying the lengths he has to go to like you what know essentially like a, going to someone else's home. That's that's to me is. Like, I have a question. That the intrusive part really gets to me. He like thought, Rich, you he know thought how his you... new girlfriend was gross. My my plan was perfect. I'd wait on the corner in my car on my way to work. Wait for him to leave his house, and then I'd go in and shit. That is craziness. Maybe this is where he came up with Sanders and Chandler mailbox while yeah. he was taking a shit at someone else's house. <laughs> yeah. um, hey, what about this? If we were in Vegas, right? Hold question. on. If we were in Vegas, yeah. you and I, yeah, doing a trip. I don't like, like you a, shitting in my room. No, no, no. What? What if? What if you did something that was a dick move to me? And I was like, Spot, uh, I'm gonna run upstairs. Can I borrow your hotel key? And I left a shit in your hotel room. So different. You that would be a funny you, prank. You could try to adjust adjust it to make it, you know, uh, uh, somewhat yeah, this is easier to, to deal me, with. Yeah, it's like but that's a, the different level. As much as I, <laughs> I hotel room, I get on I get on Cavino because he always wants to shit in my hotel room. Yeah, but if it happened, I deal with it. Going into someone's private home, right, and shitting in their house. The more without, I think about it, this is fantastic. Without you there, and then leaving it. Did he have consistent shits at least, or was it like one day it was like a nice solid log, one if day anything, it was soft and, if anything, and ice cream? Like, what was it like? You gave me an excuse uh, if Jordan ever catches me with a floater in the in the oh, toilet. Rich broke into the house. Like, you know that spotty. What a prankster! <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So if anything, guys, we gave you an, oh, an out. Oh, we have a yeah, we have a friendly prank going on. Yeah. Wait, Spot broke into our apartment and I, shit I, here. I, look, I guess it's one of our an old. Gag. Oh my god. Yeah. That's like you know that's you know, what that's you know what that's like, and then I'm like. Uh, on Curb, Larry David, where you said that he had uh, anal leakage. Exactly. So now you got an excuse. And then Jordan's going to be looking at me like I shit in her house all the time. <laughs> that episode was funny. Speak to spots a folding chair. Yep. So, hey, you know, if you want to share some of yours, let us know. You know, to me, I think he, he took the prank one step too far, but 
it's bold. You know, he won. He wins. You're like, you're going to fuck with me? I'm going to get you back. I get it. So I'm not acting too mature. I'm, I'm, I'm not. It's just the, the intrusive nature of it that gets to me because I'm like, I respect my privacy in a big way. Imagine if I, you have a family. Imagine if I went into your house without your <laughs> knowledge and I just took a shit in your hallway bathroom. It leads us your, to a friend your, of need, Your half bath. My buddy and Jason. And just left it there. I mean, come on. And then Sarah walked in and was like, what the fuck is this? Speaking of intrusive natures, you want to pull up that friend of the need because it sort of ties together. People are saying, what a great prank. So Donald Trump's chiming in? Yeah. Oh. This prank, what a great It's the best prank, prank, best prank ever. The best. It's the best prank I've ever seen. In I know life. pranks. I know pranks. I've had the best pranks. I have the best people who hold the best. Uh, he had a he had a buddy. This prank is the best. And Andy said he had a buddy played a prank on him. Went into his apartment and ripped all the labels off his canned goods, which means then he had no clue. That's funny. See, that's funny. What's in each can? That's there's something. No, about, that's destructive. You've just wasted. I'm sorry. This goods. Is, this is a defecation free zone. There's something. <laughs> Funny about that. Is it dog food? Is it peaches? I don't know. I remember. <laughs> is it string beans? Spot, is this funny? You made me think what is of. That from? Uh, you made me I some... just made it out. No, that's from something. You know our buddy Donald Funk who calls the show every once in a while? I went to college with Donald Funk, right? And he had a, an issue with his roommate at the time in college. So we figured let's pull a prank, and if worse comes to worse, he's going to blame his roommate. So we went into his. his bedroom and you remember those extra long twin beds that you had in your dorm and they had drawers on the bottom of them i don't know some of them did some didn't do you remember they the beds that i speak of the extra long that you can yeah, find sheets for? they only had like one set of bed sheets that fit them right well ours, from, look who's talking you stole that from you subconsciously stole that from, from look, who's, look talking. who's talking i knew i knew that could be remember because he goes trash hunting for for everything because remember, it's like the the flash. Seen, look who's talking. It's the in flash decades. forward to because she's dating the guy who's he's like a, you know John Travolta is supposed to be like a hustler who gets all this free shit everywhere. So she sees her life in the future, and he's like sitting at the dinner and he table. He's got a can. He's like, could be. Wait, hold on, pull it up. Travolta. Wow, look Rich, I'm talking. so I'm so impressed by. You'll make my mouth water. Then they wait for a royal family to behave? I don't think so. And you know that dumpster behind a supermarket? Look what I found. Perfectly good head of lettuce. All you gotta do is peel out the outside layers like so. Ooh. Good, huh? Yeah. All right. Who wants a surprise? I do. I do. Could be lunch meat. Could be peaches. Who knows? The point is, it's <laughs> free. I'm telling you, you subconsciously stole that uh, from the look who's talking. Ah, uh, subconsciously. I think you just called him out. Um... Uh, <laughs> He's staying alive. I like that guy. Yeah, sorry. All right. So I was I was talking about this this playful prank. I thought it was more playful. You know, I have to go back to my college days to to compete with this story. But I I left a a, a thing of milk, a cup of milk, yeah, underneath the bed, the long twin of Donald Funk, and it just you know got there, left there, got stale. And he never knew for like the entire semester that there was milk under his bed, and he blamed his roommate for smelling like cheese. <laughs> he, would, he, would, he would come to us all the time, like, "Yo, my room stinks so bad, you don't understand." And we would be dying all the time. And you time. let it go, and we let it go. I think See, for like the whole year. That's a funny college prank. Yeah, I was in college though. Ever smelled up someone's house? No, their dorm room. Their dorm room. That shit was That's great. That's destructive. I mean, that dorm, shit rooms, was great. dorm rooms Shitting had a funk to them. toilet is just more funny. That's dorm rooms dorm room always prank. had a funk to them. Uh, dorm room prank. Dorm room prank. You know, you know, By the I way, mean, I wasn't, 
you know, breaking into someone's home. By the way, Chris said uh, there was one time for uh, he he had to go to the bathroom so bad, and he the guy wouldn't leave his house, so he was sitting in his car and almost shit his pants, waiting like, do you for see, the guy to like, leave. How is this? How is this an adult, <laughs> adult <laughs> behavior? Not normal. Yeah, this is I, not I normal behavior. Not normal. I know. By the way, when you talk like, about when you talk about uh, the different pranks people play like that, when I was working with you early on, spot at Z100. My first ever roommate when I was like when I moved out of when I moved out of my own at like twenty one, a guy named Scary Jones was my roommate from <laughs> from Z one hundred, and that's when you and I first became friends. But remember, I, li- yeah. I lived with Scary in Jersey. Scary Jones, I remember that. His former roommate was a guy that does radio that we're pals with, Greg T. Right, and Greg T. and Scary would do like roommate prank wars. Yeah, that's and I was like, it. and when I moved in, I was like, because Greg moved out and I moved in. And I remember being like, yo, I'm just not down for those like prank wars. They would do things like Yeah, I'm not about but that. They way. would take like, no, like, those like are, Greg yeah. would be like, I took Scary's Oreos and replaced all the cream with toothpaste. Like, hey, I I crazy glued his uh people that do I, that. I crazy glued his fucking toiletries down to the countertop. Like they would do like pranks on each people other. People that do that are people that like walk out naked when you're having a party. Like they think it's just cool to like whip flag, their junk out. Whip their junk out in front of they wearing a rope mixed or no? company. No, no rope. People don't cinch ropes. People don't. You got to cinch your rope. Yeah, you got to cinch your rope. Yeah. It's a very careless rope tie. 866-969-1969. We haven't checked the phones yet. If you want to take some phone calls. Oh, they're hot. Let's go. Um, They're hot. Uh, Let's go to... Ron in Baltimore. Let's start with Ron. Yeah, Yeah, Ron Ron. in Baltimore. What's up, Ron? Ron. Phone's on and up. Let's do this. Hey, fellas. Sorry, I've been bored lately. That's why I call so much. That's okay, man. Welcome to the club. That's the point. Dude, I'm working the overnight shit. 12 till 8 in the morning. But, um, holy shit, the poop story. I was always not, I mean, I was a pretty dirty boy for a long time. And uh, back in uh, when I was in college in the early 2000s, I, uh, I had this chick I was hooking up with on the side, right? So I did the big mistake of bringing her to my house where my wife and me live, right? And, Whoa. Uh, oh wait, were you were you married at the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was fucking married. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I was a big guy. I was a, uh, yeah, okay, okay. So I, you brought I'm some not random girls anymore. Okay, okay. I'm not anymore. Brought, okay, all right. That's fine. I was a no. I was bad. All right, can you get, get to the story? Go ahead, Ron. I know you're coming off. Yeah. Uh, I know you're coming I, off I know an overnight. Coming off an overnight. Get, get come to on, the, get to the focus. story. Be snappy. Focus, bro. Come on. Jesus Christ! All right, so basically. I hook up with this girl in my house, young girl, and uh, she leaves, goes back to school, whatever. She left a deposit in my wife's bathroom toilet and did not flush it down. So you- Luckily, I caught it, and I'm like, whoa. So some random girl shit so it was in kind your of bathroom when you were, having, you were having an affair and your mistress shit in your toilet and didn't flush it? Correct. All right, that's enough. I love that story. Right, See, that's a, that's well, a snappy way to tell a story. Yeah, uh, t- uh, too long didn't read. <laughs> <laughs> I had a mistress and she shot my bathroom. Uh, oh god, that was a shitty to... story. It was a <laughs> shitty story. Frank <laughs> in the Bronx. Hey Ron, I love you, buddy. Frank in the Bronx. Oh jeez, what's up, Frank? Ron, that fucking was horrible. I want my five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a good guy, but I mean, Jesus hey, Christ. At least, yeah, at least you can good. follow that up, I'm Frank. Someone's yeah. for sure. What's up? Hey, anyway, so. I had a friend that used to break my other friend's balls about his shitty Maverick. What a shitty car. This car's a piece of shit. He goes, oh, yeah, one day you get a car. I'm going to shit in the back seat. 
Oh, the guy gets this brand new Honda back in the nineties. He thinks he's all cool. First morning wakes up, goes in the back, takes a whiff, looks in the back seat. There's a lump of shit in the back seat. What? The guy so actually, he goes, I'm going to shit in your car one day. And I actually did it. Follow yeah, through with his word. Did it. And the guy was like 150 pounds. And the guy, Mike goes, I knew it was him. Cause it was two little fucking little balls. of shit. Could only come out. <laughs> like a little, like a, a little fucking skinny tit. Skinny that's, guy our, that's our rich for poops. Little, little, yeah. little uh, loaf turds. No, no make, up your, make up your mind. Do I have bunny turds? No, I take big shits. Make up your mind. Those little biscuits. Like biscuits. Like, yeah, little make biscuit, up your mind. Little biscuit Gloop. shits. Um, Gloop. And it sounded like this. <laughs> Ryan in Kentucky. I'll go to yeah. yeah Jason go to Jason, in Minnesota. Yeah. Hey, folks. Yeah, here's a little bit more of a lighthearted one. Um, growing up, uh, Back to our neighbor, came out and threw some steaks on a grill. My dad runs out, out of the house, grabs them off the grill, runs back inside. He comes back out, and he's wondering where the fuck they are. He goes back in and gets his wife. She comes out. He's like, no, they're fucking there. Like a minute or they're gone and all this shit. Dude, we let it cook for like a month. He would just constantly be peering out the window every time he'd be grilling. So you guys took his steaks and never told him who took them, and then he just thought they disappeared? No. So we took the steaks, and then when he went back in to show his wife that they were gone, we put them back on. So when she came out, oh, I see. Back okay. on the grill. Gotcha. You ever seen, have you ever seen posts on the internet where it's like this long, drawn-out thing, and then at the end, people will do the courtesy of doing TLDR? which means too long, didn't read. I request moving forward that everyone starts with the TLDR version of, of their story. Oh, yeah, of their story. And then fill in the blanks. Maybe you should send them a copy of your Bible. Oh, the Meat Bible? So is they time, know how to get to the meat. Is it time to read uh, another passage from the Meat Bible? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tim and Austin. What's up, Tim? And we'll go to hey, how y'all doing? Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, I got a crazy story, man. I'm from a little town called Edna, and I went to school with Stone Cold and his brother. Steve Austin? Kevin. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, at that time, of course, he was Steve Williams, and uh, he was a senior and I was a freshman. But when we uh, became juniors, his brother, Kevin, always used to shit in one of our buddies' drawers all the what? time in his bedroom. He, he would take the clothes out and shit in there and then put the clothes back. <laughs> That's funny. All the time. He would mess with this guy every single time, and he would find it. I don't know if you've ever seen sometimes shit would turn white after a while. He would find yeah. it after been sitting in there for so long. It's called petrified would, shit. Like yeah. dog poop? Yeah. Yes. Like dog poop yes. from the 80s. He will, shit, he will also shit in his dishwasher. As soon as the dishes were done, he would like open it up and take a shit in there and then, and then, and then leave. We all go outside and go partying, and he'd go back inside and find shit in there all the time. It was a yeah, crazy fr- crap. That's ever, a f- Dude, I love the story, but that, friends like that I fired immediately. I don't need friends. That's like nothing. Now. Yeah. That's nothing. Michael would pass out a lot, and when he passed out, Kevin would piss in his ear. What? All the Yo, time. People are, yeah, yeah, these are the type of friends I don't have. So yeah, thank these, you for calling. These, these, these remind like, me of I've chosen I'm, friends I'm wisely. I'm telling you, like I, I don't want I don't want to be in a friendship and constantly be on guard that I'm gonna oh, yeah. I'm gonna doze off and have a dick drawn on my forehead and permanent marker. Yeah, no, you know I took that. That's not the I friends. Took a lot that's, of those are the, the friends I want. Looking back, I I may have taken friendship the wrong way. Like Rich, because looking back, I was like, you know what? You're not my friend like anymore. Rich, we've smoked weed together. Yeah, w- which means we've passed out together. Yeah. Did you ever worry that you were gonna wake up with a dick drawn on your forehead? No, or a dick, or a <laughs> or dick, or a dick on, my or a dick on your forehead. <laughs> well, that's another, that's I don't, that's yeah. when you hang out with by yourself with your other friends. 
Um, but yeah, it's I don't want to I don't want to constantly be in fear. And I know you say that brings in a certain amount of fun or a certain type of yeah, fun. No. That's not the fun that I'm looking for in my life. Me either. I want good, I clean never fun. was never was looking for that. Was never way, tolerant of that. Kavino, you tell a great story about one of your buddies that shall remain nameless about how you guys played a prank on him where he got drunk or high with one of your mutual friends who is gay. Yeah. And when he was high and passed out, you guys pulled down his pants a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And and we're like and told him while he was drunk and high, he was hanging around they got a little frisky. They got a little frisky. He's yeah. like, I'm sorry, what did I do? Yeah, and his pants were down. Yeah, and he was like, yeah. He was questioning <laughs> his own sexuality. Was, you know what? Sometimes you, you say the prank in hopes that, you know, there's no way they're going to believe that. And then you realize that your friend's falling for it, and then you just roll with it. And that's what I did, and I never really even told him that it was a prank. Remember the worst prank of all time we've told on this show? Prank gone bad? I'll, I can tell it in 30 seconds. I won't be like uh, some of the callers. Okay. Please, too long didn't read. Remember, get to the meat. Let me, all right, let me reference the meat Bible. <laughs> I'm getting to the meat. Here's the story in, in the quickest nutshell possible. My my buddy went to college with a guy who was like a doofy type of guy, like a real doofus type. The guy clearly he has a type of friend. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The doofy guy got drunk, and he got so drunk that they convinced him. That he hooked up with some girl. He told his girlfriend, I got drunk and cheated on you. Meanwhile, he didn't. Oh, no. So his girlfriend was like, the only way I'm staying with you is if you stop drinking completely. They ended up getting engaged, married. They have children. He's sober. And his friends never told him. That's horrible. I mean, it, it maybe maybe it led him down a better path. Of yeah, life. but he was like but, the, he was like the pass out. He was guys like, on lockdown. He was I know. On, but he was on. He's like the blackout drunk. He probably type. keeps his dick in a jar he, because of that. He was the blackout. He's drunk got Rasputin type. dick. Yeah, Meanwhile, he, does. he never hooked up with this girl. But his buddy's like, "Yo, dude, you 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 blacked out last night. Yo, you woke up with that girl." He believed it to that level, but his whole life is now based on a lie. The guy doesn't drink now. Pranks aren't worth it. That's yeah, what I'm that's, getting that's out of a, this. That's a fucking crazy prank. Um, all right. One more. We got one more yeah. phone call there about this or no? Uh, I think it, oh, oh, we have a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a couple. All right. Let's, um, let's oh, get through these. Jack in New Hampshire. What's up, Jack? How you doing, guys? <clears throat> hey, buddy. All right. So I got one. Back, back in the mid-80s, I was up at UNH. And um, <clears throat> I don't know if you ever heard of pennying, pennying a door shut. Yes. Of course. Yep. What is it? No, hold on. You've explain it. Camino, explain it. So you, you take the door. You know somebody is in their room. You take the door and you put you guys are outside in the hallway, and you put pressure on the door and you stuff pennies between the door and the door jam, I guess. And then now the guy can't the open the door. What? Yeah, it's and then you put baby powder door, yeah. out of the door and then blow yeah, dry it in. Yeah, to do that. And yep. just bust them. So that's it. That's oh, a good, yeah. yeah. That was, oh, like, that, that was like another like, good uh, college one for sure. That's, or that's like when uh, we were down in Miami and. And Hercules Gomez locked you in a porta potty. Yeah, that I was funny. That. But he actually that locked was, me in. That was good, clean fun. Because yeah. you know he wasn't going to leave you in there forever. Well, there's a difference you between know they, good, clean fun and going too far. Right. You know that's what we're learning here too. It's not like in in what was it? Police and some academy. Some pranks are age appropriate, and some aren't. Help me out. Was a police academy f- f- four when they locked Proctor in a porta potty? Lifted him up with a crane, dropped him in the center of a stadium, pulled off the top, and then he was just in the middle of the stadium with his pants off. That's funny. Was that Police Academy 4? 
or three. Oh, I thought you were saying in the police academy where coming out Lassard thought that Mahoney blew him. That no, that was no. funny. <laughs> but it was the that, that was, was the, that was, was the hooker though. That was police academy. I think yeah, that was the first yeah, that one. Was the first one. That was the first one. Uh, one more call on pranks. Uh, hang hmm. on, to see who this is. Hang on, hang on. Got to see who this is. They're just going Shot to Boston. Hey, Sean, but I got to see who it is. I can't see the name. Hey, buddy. Hey, I have the uh, TLDR. So when I was in grade school, uh, I made a project like a diorama. My dad decided to perfectly recreate it and then say that our new puppy destroyed it. He chewed it up. He like left it all over the house, and he told me I was going to fail out of school. They were going to kick me out, and I was going <laughs> to like just fail at life. That's actually that's pretty funny. It's fucking mean. It's but it's funny, funny as hell. Well, I hope I hope then that he showed parents... me the, the correct one and it was all okay. I love yeah, it. That is funny. funny. Every like, I hope I hope that parents thanks thanks Sean. I hope that parents are finding creative ways to have fun yeah. with their kids while they're all at home oh, together now. Man, I might do what my dad did to me. He tortured me as a kid. He he uh I've told this story many times, but it still is funny looking back. You know when you sponsor those kids, those really poor kids that you sponsor for a quarter? Oh yeah. And they send you drawings <laughs> back and shit like that? Yeah. My dad started posting the pictures and the and the photos of the little barn kid on the refrigerator and i came home I'm like who's that he's like that's your new brother <laughs> <laughs> oh did he make it sound like he was coming to live with you yeah, yeah but i didn't understand that concept at the time I'm like what do you uh-huh. mean you know as a little kid you're like what do you mean i don't want that kid to be my brother and i still remember his face and well, like, he's your brother now. No, no he's not. You, you may get used to it unless you're a new brother. And I'd be, and I'd be so no. like devastated. Like, <laughs> I don't want a brother. <laughs> and it was just like, you know, sponsor a kid for a quarter a day sort of thing. Oh, that shit's nice. Oh, your family's nice. That's yeah, nice. Of that shit's so, yeah, it's, That's it, fucking nice. I was, I, those are the infomercials that I just breezed by. That shit was fun. Um, all right. Uh, a couple more phone calls. Yeah, sure. What man. else do we got to do? Vinny and Queens. Hey, Vinny. How you doing, guys? Hey, was, how you doing? I had a year-long prank against one of my coworkers. He was like a new guy on the job. And um, we put a blank um, punch-in card with a filled-in name, with a fake name, a coworker, right above the new guy's punch card. And I said, oh, this guy's been working here for 20 years. He's done the shift before you. You never see him. But, like, every day we'd have a coworker come in with, like, a bottle of whiskey, a couple extra hundred dollars of cash. Like, yo, he gives us gifts all the time. This is the coolest guy ever. You got to meet this guy. For a year long, we keep telling him, oh, you keep missing this guy every time you see him. He'll drop you a gift, give you some cash. He's the greatest coworker that you'll ever have. So a whole year, we're like, oh, you just missed this guy. He just left early. You know, all this stuff where he keeps missing him. For a year long, it's like, oh, Teddy's retiring Saturday. We're going to have a party for him. Come down to this bar. Come see Teddy. You finally get to meet Teddy. So we tell this guy to go to this bar Saturday night. Nobody's there except the, the new guy that's been there for a year trying to meet this fake Teddy. No, oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> I like that actually. That's, that's a good one. That's, that's a good one. I like it. Thank you, Teddy. I love Teddy. Hey, thanks for sharing, guys. Eight six six nine six nine nineteen sixty nine. Killing time. Sharing prank stories. We're Cavino and Rich. We are yeah. live. It's Taco Tuesday, March twenty fourth. It feels like March forty fourth. Uh, Black Adam in Mississippi. Hey, Black Adam. Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's hey, man. Hey, I don't know what y'all. I just got in my car and turned the radio on and heard y'all, so I had to call in. And I heard Thanks, y'all buddy. talking about fathers. Uh, one time, I know I was 11 years old, and I, I did something wrong. And then uh, I went to sleep, and my dad woke me up in the middle of the night and said, why you, why you sleep? And, and and I got my ass whooped. But why you sleep? That just scared me. 
Why are you asleep? Why are you asleep? <laughs> that is fucking frightening. Right, Why are you, you sleep? Know, you Thank you, up. Black Adam. Yeah, that I, is fucked up. That is right. Purple vein, bro. Yo, Purple vein. Why are you sleep? <laughs> I, don't think, I, don't think, I don't think he fully grasped the. Uh, yeah, he just tuned in. He didn't know we were talking about pranks. He's talking about scary dad moments. Uh, seriously, <laughs> like, right. my dad beat my ass. Like that one Why time. Are you like, nah, if we're telling scary dad stories, Kavito, <laughs> lazy one, man sleep. The one time you were bothering your dad no. so much that he went in your room and he's and he grabbed your toy guitar and he goes, "Do you like this?" And you're like, "Yes." Do you really like this? And then he destroyed yeah. it and he fucking smashed it. It was the it was the, like a piece of shit plastic guitar that my grandma bought me, but it taught me a lesson, man. <laughs> yep. Ah, the good old days. Uh, one more call, Eric in uh, Texas. Yeah. Hey, Eric, what's up, man? Hey, Eric. Hey, man, how's it going, guys? What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, hey, man. Yeah, years ago, a uh, job I had with tack to tack welder the dude into the shit house. Uh, I don't know. Somebody obviously cut him out, but that was probably the. The, the hardest prank I ever pulled on anybody who welded him into a into a into a shit house. Well, let's uh, take it back to where this started for the people like Black Adam who just joined us. Yeah, Rich's good pal would break into the open door, the back door he of his break pal's in. house. He, he knew the. He I knew, mean, that's still breaking in. Well, he knew his best friend who lived down the block from him. Always left the back door of his of his house open, so he would go in after my buddy. After you left for work, take my shits. buddy would go in and take a shit in his house every day and leave it floating. And the guy thought it was his new girlfriend that moved in, shitting in his house. By the way, I think that's where the line was crossed. I, I thought about it. If his buddy lived there solo, yeah, fair game. Now that his buddy lived there with a woman, mm-hmm. off off limits. You know, that's where <laughs> it goes too far. Uh, is Cavino and Rich? 866-969-1969. Text us 412-267-7469. You just made me think of something that I don't want to bring up, but for the sake of conversation, I'll bring it up. But don't say anything that's going to like, aggravate me. Yeah. Um, I remember you and I and Sammy J, our original producer, we used to play you know hotel pranks on each other all the time. and Like stupid sophomore college sort of behavior when we were doing Maxim Radio back in the day. But nothing that bad. And I think I was like one of the first people to bring my significant other oh, I on a work trip. I was, th- I was there oh, for Oh, you this. were there too. It was in, Ari- it was it was in Arizona. Yeah, it was the, fr- it was my, the first trip. That- I brought my now ex on a, on a trip. It was one of the first times we brought significance on a trip with us. And they continued the sophomoric antics on me when, again, I was with my girlfriend at the time that I was trying to impress. And we come back to our hotel room and, you know, they they went through her luggage. No. No. Yeah, Sammy J left like a dildo in her luggage or something stupid. No, there was was nothing left. 100%. It was uh, in her luggage. How can you tell me I was? On. I remember. For, we and, and they toilet papered our room and everything. You think we got a dildo in Arizona? It, whatever it was. It was like a, a toilet paper roll or something stupid. Like something. Well, a dildo and a toilet paper it roll. It was something. I feel, like, I feel like it was. In, re- in retrospect. It was up. something phallic. I remember. No, I remember, was some, was some, I remember no. something. You want the I just, story? You want the real luggage. story? The real story yeah, is but that. I remember the, the after. I was there when I walked into the room. The real story was that. We were sharing rooms at the Super Bowl because it was over a decade ago, and we were still in the world of where Kavino Rich and Sammy J and Spot, we all shared rooms. Your girl came along for the trip, so we were kind enough to say, all right, Kavino, Sammy... Kind enough? Wasn't that the uh, the sort of... Not the etiquette. That's the default. Well, the nice thing to do. We were like, all right, Kavino, we'll give you your own room because your girl's coming, so we shifted rooms around. So Sammy gave you his room. 
No, and you, so you, Sammy you, still you had the, Sammy shared a room. Yeah, so that speak, well, Sammy gave you the key, so he still had the key to your place. It's my room. Sammy wasn't even whatever it the was. Company anymore. Whatever it is, is that logistically important? <laughs> yeah, spot? Yes, because Sammy wouldn't go. Away. Essentially, we gave Cavino his own room. Right. So whoever was previously in that room had the key. So when Cavino and Layla went out for lunch, Sammy J's like, let's let's put toilet paper all over their room. And this is before toilet paper was gold. Right. Because um, right. nowadays you're thinking, wow, And it was like an innocent prank. And your ex said, like, oh, we saw her personal belonging she left out or something like that. No, That's I, what it was. I was there. Someone put something in her suitcase. And none of us brought anything into that room other Nothing, than toilet paper. I, it was, then the toilet paper rolls or something were, it, were uh, in her, like, in, you know, in her underwear stuff. Uh, okay, that So aside. she was really offended. That's, but anyway. We could argue this all day. Where it was normal and where it was lying. You don't have to be brainwashed anymore i'll tell you the true story stupid uncalled for immature and the, untrue that aside no, because that i was is, there and when it happened so were we because we did yeah it. but you weren't there then when you, it happened so you know it. exactly what sammy did yeah because no he went he went into her luggage why would i fucking you make think that up go i into remember her, you think sammy J would go whatever into it was luggage? toilet paper and whatever else that you guys had was in her suitcase i remember seeing it uh, clear as day in re- so in, in but anyway it was a fair prank but the fact that you're with a significant makes it like, wow, these are really your friends? Because that's where the line is crossed. In retrospect. And even as an adult, you don't see that. I'd like to apologize for that. Yeah, like how do you not see it? Would I do that to any of your girlfriends? No, no. I really didn't know. In retrospect, I mean, granted. I, I mean, you it know, was meant to be funny. Don't, wish, get, it, uh, gra- don't, don't get it twisted. Granted, I understand. Granted, I wish it had made the things go uh, a different path based on that. But, you know, in retrospect, it doesn't matter who inv- was involved with it. I, I do apologize for doing that because that was kind of a shitty move. Um, but it was, I understand it was But we didn't put funny. a dildo there. It no, was, I don't think... I, I honestly... Maybe not dildo. I think it was, it was the toilet looking paper. Back, looking back through mature colored glass, um, I think it was a really <laughs> shitty thing to do for you. So well, I apologize. You got to remember, I went out on a nice romantic dinner only to come back to that. Yeah. In a new relationship. So... And it was you know serious enough that she came on a work trip with us. So it made her think, oh, my friends are jerks and jerky. So yeah, it was a suck. fair prank, and it really, you know, looking back, it was funny and meant to be funny. That's not my point. My point was, your buddy Chris, he could shit in his buddy's toilet all day. When your buddy's now living with a woman, that sort of dynamic should change just out of, like, you know, being aware. That's all. That's all. It doesn't mean you can't have fun with your buddy still, but it's like, mm, maybe I shouldn't do that right now. That's all. Right. Eight six six nine six nine nineteen sixty. I apologize. I'm sorry. I don't know, dude. No, I want to make amends. No, I want to make amends. Looking back, it was way blown out of no, proportion. No, I want to make amends. No, that was blown out of proportion completely. But we didn't put a dildo in the room. But, but I want to make amends. Okay, it wasn't a dildo. It was something, and something was left on the dresser too, and I can't remember what it was. Like uh, that was the dildo. There was a dildo. There was a dildo. But dildo I think, was left no, on the I think dresser. It was a vibe. No, here's the, the story. Was uh, yes, I'm telling you, it was you. a vibrator, but it was okay. her vibrator. Thank you. It was there was something that was the story, yeah, right? Not taken out of anything, just out in the it public. It was left she was there, and she got embarrassed. She got embarrassed that, that it was out, and that we may have seen it. I think that was the oh, whole story. There was something dildo involved or something. But I remember, no, we went to the sex shop and bought a dildo in Phoenix, Arizona, to bring into your room. You can't tell I got me one that of those the luggage that wasn't to the wall. that something wasn't put into the luggage when there was. And do I care about that? No. But at the time, she did because she felt like a little, uh, a little disrespected. Looking back, I don't give a fuck. But it's, I know no, I wouldn't true. do that. I, I wouldn't do that. I agree. It was true. Uh, no, you're right. So eight six six nine six nine nineteen sixty nine. That's our number. I think that's the line. You you could fuck with your friends all day, but it changes a little bit. 
All right, so uh, let's go to the phones. All right. Uh, Who do we got? We'll, we'll one more call, and then we'll break. 973. Uh, Skip in New Jersey. Skip. Skip to my loo. What's up, Skip? Hey, guys. Uh, about two years ago, we had a big party in our house, about 30 people or so. Uh, the next day, my wife kept on saying, something's wrong with the toilet. Something's wrong with the toilet. It keeps on coming out brown. I look at it, can't figure it out, take the top off. Someone had left me an upper decker. I love that. Shitting tank. Oh, it was That's horrible. the best. Has anyone ever has anyone ever fessed up to it? Any of your friends or anyone? Nope. You know what a grand slam is? <laughs> what is no. it? When you shit on the tank. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Just on the top. On the top. On the top. Could have oh. been worse, man. All right, so yeah. there could've you go. Could have been, been worse. Could have been worse. Could have shit Look, on the top. I never get too cool for a prank, but you know, <laughs> know your slam. limits. That's all. Know your limits. All right, so thank you guys. It's a good one. Your buddy Chris, I think, uh, was 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 all in good fun, but I think the woman was the uh, the differential here. Cavino and Rich, best of the week, only on Faction Talk One Hundred and Three. <laughs> I don't know if this is annoying or legit. Can I throw it out there? Mm-hmm. I know you're one of these guys, so I feel like I need you to make the argument to me to make it make a little more sense so I don't feel so awkward about it. My mother-in-law is cut from a cloth that I think you are cut from. And it's the, if I'm not happy with it, I return it. And I'm cut from the cloth of, I bought it, I fucking blew it, Fucking sucks for me. Now, I feel like if it's a grocery, if it's an appliance, if it's a piece of clothing, if it's anything, if my mother-in-law buys it and realizes she's not happy with it, she will return that shit no matter what, how open it is, how used it is, or whatever. Well, I have this problem where sometimes I go to the store and I'm feeling ripped, so shirts look good on me, but when I get home, I'm fat all of a sudden, and they don't look as good at, at home. So I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have bought this. So when it comes to returning things, is there is there a rule that you abide by? Like, yo, listen, fucking I'm a sucker. I bought the wrong thing. It's a pain in the ass to return. I opened it. I used it. Hey, it sucks. I, I, you know, I bought a shitty product. Or are you quick to always be like, well, you know, most companies will take it back, so I might as well. Well, if I don't like it, I'm going to return it. But I try not to nowadays. I, I don't do that as much as I used to. What, the, like, does the cost matter? I didn't return shit because I was being a cheapskate, like wore it once and then returned it. Let's know, make that very clear. Uh, it just maybe didn't meet my standards and, or I didn't like it. And uh, I, I realized it wasn't worth it, so I returned it. Uh, I, try to, I try to make a decision and stick with it. Like More if, than I used to. Like I'm I saying, force myself. Like, I still feel the same inside. I, uh, like, man, I should probably return that. But I try to stick with my original decision. I mean, it's easy. Like, I feel like the you could say the answer is simple. Hey, companies will take the things back and you can return them. Right. So why would you not return them? I just feel stupid. Like the other day I bought groceries, right? Mm-hmm. What is a grocery bill when you're stocking up? 150 bucks, 100 bucks, right? Yeah, of groceries. Yeah. Of, of when I started unpacking things, I had bought two packs of bacon. One of the packs of bacon was flimsy, meaning the air seal. Ooh. And Cindy's like, well, put that aside. We'll just return it. And I'm like, return it? And I'm thinking, the supermarkets are backed up. People yeah. are dealing with bullshit. Am I going to return a fucking $3 pack of bacon? Or do I just chalk you know, that up? Do I just chalk that up to, ah, I'm a fucking dope. I must you know have... what they're going to do. They're going to throw it right in the trash. I mean, yeah, but. Dude, you got to factor in so many things. You live right down the street. 
So yeah, I would return that. Yes, shit. but getting into the it's like a, there's a line to get into the supermarket. I'm saying right like now. Cindy's like, well, put us on. I'll, I'll return it. And I'm like, Cindy, you're not going to the supermarket. I look at that as not that I'm made of money, but isn't that the yeah, dude? Fucking, I fucked up three dollars. My, my, you know, it's, it's cured. Sucks for me. It's cured meat. I'm sure it's fine. But you know, fixes you, that problem. Did you use it? Returning. Oh. Cindy bought. I've never returned fruit, food to a supermarket. Cindy will do shit like Cindy will do stuff like if uh, if she buys chicken or steaks or something from the butcher in Texas and gets them home, and she's like, "Those steaks are like these steaks like cook terribly." She'll like bring them back and chicken. I'll give you one. I, I, th- I think I told you the other day, right? She went to she went to get takeout. She got Popeye's chicken, and they gave her spicy instead of regular. So she called the manager and got like a. Uh, Got her name put on a list. Like, if we go back, we get like free meals. Oh, that's awesome. Like stuff like that to me is like, oh, it gives Cindy's me, my kind of woman. It gives me yeah, cri- is, no. It gives me money. like it gives me a like cringy feeling. Get what no, you want. Free stuff, bro. Um, no, I, I, it's why because you're so like you hate conflict that much that you can't let yeah, her get what she wants. Yeah, but there's a certain level where you you have to. I mean, I know money is money. And, so and if some sh- jack off from the drive-through messes up, I'm supposed to deal with that. And I don't realize it until I, I get home. I feel like I, you do. No, I, I feel like I don't. Like if you go to she she went to Popeye's Chicken and got there's a probably a ten dollar box where you get ten chicken tenders and mashed potatoes and a salad for like ten dollars. She got that, brought it home. She also and it, comes and it from was, a, 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 a different place of means than you do, so her mindset's going to be different. So they gave her spicy tenders, and she's like, "I didn't really enjoy them much because they I don't I didn't want spicy. Oh, spicy so good. So she called back, and they're like, oh, "I'm sorry, what's your name?" Oh, so, you know, Cindy Hoots. All right, next time you come here, we have your name down. We'll uh, we'll give you a, a new order of what you wanted. I would. My instinct would never be to call, ask for the manager of Popeye's Chicken. My my thing would be like, "Fuck, they messed up." And I guess this is what I'll eat. Am I a sucker or is she a complainer? You're a sucker. Uh, I don't think you're complain. I don't think she's a complainer at all. She got the wrong shit. Yeah, when you get the wrong order, I get it. I don't think but that's complaining. I'm so, I, I'm think so that's, hey, I, I paid for this, and you gave me the wrong one. Can I get the right one? Unless I go to, like, let's say I went to McDonald's, and I wanted a Big Mac, and they gave me a filet of fish by accident. Then I'd probably say something. But mm. if I wanted a Big Mac, and they gave me a double quarter pounder of cheese, I don't think I'd care. Um, but yeah, there's a certain level of things. I just wonder, like, because I'm, I'm wondering, have I been taking the wrong approach where I'm like, I, I feel like I'm sort of a sucker. I'm like, oh, they got it wrong. I guess that sucks. And she's like, well, no, they got it wrong. So you get what you deserve. Like if I go on Amazon, not right what you now, deserve. No, what you, you, no, paid you, you for. get. Yeah, you get what you paid for. What like you if, asked for. Like it's if not I get, your problem, that guy's dope. Like if I go on Amazon right now and I order my silver suit because we're preparing for the future where we're all going to wear silver yeah. suits, and they send me a gold suit. <gasps> is this where we start wearing the silver? This suits? is where we start wearing the silver. This suits. is why? yes. Oh my yeah. god! They're going to be special. They're going to be special like quarantine. Like, uh, yeah. They're going to come with masks and everything. Yeah, yeah that's the title suits. of today's show. This is the start of the silver suits. The start of the silver suits. (laughs) Wow. So when I ordered my silver suit and they send me gold, let's say, then I, 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 you know, obviously I'm going to say, I'm going to send it back and say, hey, you sent me a silver suit or you sent me a gold suit. I wanted a silver suit. But when, when it's like, you know, you're talking about a $3 package of bacon. Yeah. It happens so rarely. I'll write it off. Going to the, the fast food. It happens so rarely, I'll write it off as long as it's not that much of an inconvenience. All right, let me give you one more. And then, like if, and I, then were, we'll if I were dealing with, a, let's say I was get, ran out to get something for Kristen, and she was like, I really want a, a double-double. Uh, I really want a double-double, and they gave, gave me a, uh, a single. I would go back because I would want to put, put it on. I would go back, but for other than that, you know, it's, it's, you just write it, you let it go. 
Go. For certain things, your time is more valuable than the cost of the product. I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's saying, like, is it worth me going is back to waiting Ralph's waiting hour? 20 minutes to get into the Ralph supermarket because they have a line because of the quarantine? Maybe to- not right now, but a, a, a person like me or, or Jordan, she's at the supermarket so often. Why not hold it for the next time she goes? You know, right now is a particular scenario where maybe it wouldn't be worth sitting in that line just for one thing. Yeah. But if you're going to frequent these places or if I'm going to mm-hmm. the mall anyway or if I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I hear you. For me, I'm like, well, I might as well return it yeah, if I'm not going to use it. It's cost benefit. Like, people live Chris in, is right about that. People live in areas where they're driving a half hour to get takeout. You think they want to spend a half hour's yeah, yeah. worth of gas? Or I'm sorry, an hour's worth of gas? Going back and forth? Going back I gotcha. and forth just to replace a... a th- Three dollar hamburger. Thank you, Kristen. I, uh, I'll, I'll tell you one that I'll tell you one that one one last one, and then we'll take your phone calls and move on. We were going over what is worth returning and what makes you a complainer versus hey, I'm not a complainer at all. I'm just getting what I fucking wanted or asked for. By the way, so, what happens when? Because I have stuff that I want to return right now. Yeah, sitting on standby. Yeah, but what happens when it it passes that uh, expiration on the receipt? Will they honor it? Because I have some shirts that I thought I looked good in, but then I realized I was oh, fat. Now, now due to the... Uh... <laughs> yeah. No, you so, got you to gotta bite the bullet. You really? fucking bought them. What do you want? What am I, Bruce Leroy? I'm not biting bullets. Uh, I'm so, fucking returning that shit. So Cindy bought... Hey, I bought this when I was skinny. I'm fat now uh, thanks to the quarantine. We'll give you store credit, sir. My, oh, mother-in-law, my mother-in-law bought Emmy a little tricycle. It's a, a little... What, what's that? Like a red flyer tricycle? And you oh, yeah. want to keep a radio the family fire. tradition going of unicycles, so you want to yeah. return it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't blame you. No, she bought a little tricycle at Target. I think it was like 50 bucks, right? A radio flyer one, she said? Radio flyer, yeah. Like yeah, one of, yeah like, like, I put it together. <laughs> it came in a box. I, me putting it together is part of the point. I put it together, and it's sort of like cheap. Because it... Meaning like it's not... It means like riding it around the house a little bit. It's a little tricycle, but it's sort of shitty. And Cindy's like, well, yeah, this is not what I thought it would be either, Rich. It's pretty, you know, this is this is a shitty little thing. Just return it. I'm like, return maybe, it. Maybe you put it together like shit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, put it to, I clicked it together the wrong way, you moron. Yeah, yeah since, you're right. Since, uh, well, her husband wasn't around to yeah. tinker. You're right, guys. Yeah. You just... <laughs> You're right. That's what it is. I put. You know what I did? The, the like, I don't know. I got a few both. The, 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 simp- the simple assembling of a tricycle, guys. Open I couldn't work. handle. I'm a fucking moron. You're right. Oh, I thought it was a trike, like a uh, like a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, it's a motorcycle. Okay, it's so it's cheap, or it's not what you thought. So go ahead. So it's like a fifty dollar tricycle from from Target. <laughs> I put it together. It seemed it was a little jankier than we thought it would be. Right? Like, not not a quality product, but it's put together. Cindy's like. Yeah, I left the receipt on the counter, Rich. You could return it. The, Where, uh, where'd you get it from again? Target. Oh, okay. And I was like, Oh yeah. I was like, it. Cindy, we'll do you, I mean, back. it's like, do you want me, do I fucking do you want me to take it apart and put it back in the box? She no, goes, bring She goes, it. No, just, just bring like the tricycle as is. I'm like, You want me to walk into fucking Target, holding a red tricycle like with my two? Oh, like, yeah, I'm here to return this fucking tricycle. Oh, here's the box. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, I would. I no, totally no, no. Would. You misunderstood her. You have to ride it. Oh, I have to ride it. It's a little horn. Meep, meep. Bring, I'd like to return this, please. Hey, guys. Hey. But is that something, you, is that something you would return? Or is that something you'd be like, well, fu- is that something you'd be like, well, I bought a fucking $50 tricycle for my, you know, for a three-year-old, and it's it's well, not as quality as I thought. Uh, when your no, daddy stacks, you can keep it. No, it's but not daddy stacks. When I'm people, saying. When people don't have that kind of money, and they spent 50 bucks, which might be a lot to them, on that, and it sucked, then yes, I think you could return it. That's, a that's level, why they give you that policy. Yeah, that's a level of return. That I would, I would definitely go for. Okay, so I'm returning this tricycle today. You I should. think you should. I think you yeah. got to abide by the rules. Don't be an asshole about it and wear some shit and then return it. I'm not saying be a piece of shit, 
But if it didn't meet the standard, if it, you felt duped about it, it wasn't what you thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it it wasn't what you ordered. It sucked. You know, you have the receipt. You paid it. Get what you want for it. I don't see any problem with it if you're not the type of person that takes advantage of that. I don't. I don't see the issue. Yeah, especially I, I, if you're a hardworking guy yeah. where fifty bucks is a lot more money. I, I look to at you. it. I look at it like no one wants to waste money. I just look at it as as your wife said, spot. Sometimes things for the cost, like yeah, the tricycle. The tricycle is a weird one for me, only because I'm wondering. You know, it was like assemble. It was like plus, a, you want that piece of shit oh, that you're exactly. unsatisfied with, like in your living room. Oh, exactly. What are you doing with it now? Exactly. But I'm saying, like, I look at that as like it was in a box, all like. In pieces. Now I'm gonna. What am I gonna walk in with? Like a ripped open box, and the and the put together tricycle will be like, yeah, this is sort of like a piece of shit. I want my money back. Yes. Yes. All right. Bring the box. I'll do it. Bring the receipt. Bring uh, it put together, and say this wasn't when I thought it was, and I don't feel like taking it apart. Yeah, this is a piece of garbage. All right. I look at what people. You, yeah. you have no idea. I know you, you worked in retail. I worked, I worked in restaurants. In you worked in retail. I, I worked in retail. Granted, I just worked <clears> in clothing. So I worked at Old Navy. Did people say their fleece wasn't performing as well as they wanted it to? People would bring back... This is a high-performance fleece. I say maybe moderate performance at best. People would bring back (laughs) stuff that was clearly worn and washed or or worn and not washed. And they would be like, yeah, I don't want this anymore. I'm like, clearly you fucking wore this multiple times. And then we're like, didn't want it or had an event and were bringing it back. And you know what we would do that shit? With that shit, there was a bin... That we would just mm-hmm. throw it in, and it would never see the floor again. Who knows where they sent that shit? Drew Mack has a rule, and he said it's a, the rule. You know, of- that that little black kid wearing that diaper in that third world country somewhere in Africa? Yeah, he's dancing right now because he's gonna get Emmy's bike in like a week. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, you know, fun, if that's you know that kid I'm talking about, right? It's part of it's part of the cycle. You know, yeah, that kid I'm talking about. Drew yeah. Mack has the twenty dollar rule. If something's twenty dollars or less, and it takes effort. You don't do it. If it's more than twenty dollars, you put in the effort. But if it's twenty, if it's under twenty dollars and it requires effort, driving somewhere, standing on a long line, going somewhere, then you say, "Hey, I fucked up. I I got duped." There, there are things I buy from Amazon that are under twenty bucks, and I'm like, it's just not worth the hassle of of bringing it somewhere, printing out the label, and dropping it off, and doing all that shit. So I yeah, because honestly, what you just said is for someone if someone has like. Three kids. They're they're working a lot. Their wife is working. Everyone's gotta, doing stuff. And you're get saying a fucking envelope? What? Yeah. No, but it's. Like, I got what? Sometimes you got to packing tape. What? Exactly. All right. Let's go to the phone calls. All uh, right. Let's do that. Eight six six nine six nine nineteen sixty nine. We are live. Cavino and Rich. Thursday. TBT. March twenty sixth. Who do we got? Jay in Seattle. Hey Jay. Hey Jay. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, What's up, uh, brother? So I work at Costco corporate office, and so oh, we get to deal with all the. We get to see all the refunds that come back, and you wouldn't believe some of the things people refund at Costco or return. Like you're, you guys were talking about the tricycle. You could have that tricycle for eight years, and people would return it to Costco and say, "Yeah, it doesn't fit my kid anymore," and Costco would take it back. Well, that's, that's just piece of shit behavior, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah, that's it's, people it's, abusing it's the system. We've had, we've had Christmas trees come back, like cut Christmas trees, come back in May and June, and said they're dead. And it's up to the warehouse uh, manager whether he wants to return them or not. But, yeah, it's, we've had uh, 10-year-old hot tubs come back because it started to leak. And they'll, yeah, they'll You know, I'll, I'll be honest. You know, the, the more – I guarantee our, our phone calls are – The point, though, Our Rich, phone calls is, are all going to lean in the direction of, Rich, you're, you're wasting money because companies and people not only take things back, you'd be amazed what people do return because – Right. What, like, I, I know for a fact Spot's right. He it's worked, a new tricycle. He worked in the clothing industry. And by that, I mean Spot worked at Old Navy in college. 
But yeah, I did. But I was, he, I, I, you know, I the fashion industry. Yeah, but he no, worked but, for Ralph Lauren. He was one of the designers. I was a buyer. Yeah, but people return clothes when they're when they've been worn multiple times. Of course, people wear sneakers. And they return them, and it's like, are you sure you didn't wear these? Meanwhile, the bottom of the treads of the sneakers have, been, have clearly been walked on. So It's like bald tires. People will return all types of shit, so I shouldn't feel weird returning anything. But Not at I all. like the Drew Mac rule of if it's under $20 and it requires you to drive a distance or go out of your way to do something, you might bite the bullet. But I'm returning this tricycle. In fact, I might, I might ride it into the store. I think you, you should. still got a receipt for those sweatpants you wore the other day? <laughs> Chubb's Chubb's are you? I'd return from Chubb's Pub. Fuck you. Can you send them? Can you send them back to Chubb's Pub? Uh, Brian in the Berg, Pittsburgh. Hey, what's up, buddy? Brian, what's hey. up? Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? Oh, hi, blind Brian. Blind Brian, hey, how are you? Hey, hey, I'm doing great. Um, but hey, um, um, uh, two points. Uh, I got a point and a question. Uh, yeah. Point one, guys. Um, if I'm ordering food for takeout and I have a food allergy, I don't want the uh, place like McDonald's to fuck up. I want to get what I ordered and be on my merry way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, oh, yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm torn on. I'm torn on that at a restaurant sometimes, Brian. Like if you like, because I know Cavino is your own weird hangup. Where, where you think you're like being confrontational. And it's not. It's like, hey, Jack off. If you would have just wrote it down the way I asked, I, know. I wouldn't have to go through like, this. I've They're seen, wrong. I, I've seen Kavino. I'm not and wrong. You take, you, you're fifty fifty on a buddy. Cause I, so Kavino, I'm supposed to shit my ass because this guy gave me something no. I was I didn't ask for I, my food. I didn't say that, but I've seen you be fifty fifty. Where Kavino will always get a chicken sandwich or a burger, but no cheese. Kavino's a no cheese type of guy. He's, <laughs> like, he's lactose, Brian. So I'll I'm, see Kavino. I'm, 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 I'm an O-Cheese guy too, Kavino. All right. Well, you know what? You guys I'm are the same. Right I've always there. said that. You and you and Kavino are the right, same yeah. person. Same guy. Right. So Kavino yeah. asks for no cheese, and Stay then cool, half, the, half the time, half the time, the cheese will be on the sandwich. Half the time, Kavino's like, yo, my dude, I told you no cheese, and the person will take it back. Then half the time, I see Kavino go, Ugh! scrape the cheese off and eat his burger. So it's like, I mean, what does it depend on your mood, I guess, too? I guess. Or how hungry you are in that moment. How how much that cheese is absorbed absorbed in my bun. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. This is kind of long, but I guess it's important. It's our buddy Jason that hit us up. Do you want to read it, Rich, or do you want me to read it? No, go ahead. If you have it up. Really long. If you have it up. Read it. We'll find it in the meantime. Give me a break. I, I mean, I got it. I mean, you want? I mean, you want? I'll to, start it. Kind of long. So this past week, shit. This there's no really way to summarize this. My this family thing. went on a vacation for the weekend. While away, our next door neighbor, an older lady in her sixties, offered to take care of our dog. She's been my neighbor for twelve years, and has done so every time we've gone away. She has my garage code for years in case of emergency. She's somebody we've always trusted. Now, Fair since, enough. Since the last time Jason and his family went away, he's installed. A device to let him know the garage activity when his garage door goes up and down. Just read it. He set it on alerts, right? It lets him know if anything goes wrong by his garage between midnight and 7 a.m. Before we left to go out of town, him and his wife, like they do every time, clean the house spotless. They get rid of me. This morning, as we get to check out, I see alerts on my phone that my garage was open for seven minutes at 3 a.m. and another eight minutes at 4 a.m. I look back, and every night we were gone around the same time. She's coming to our house. We get home. She and her grandkids, a 10-year-old girl and an 8-year-old boy, greet us by our cars. We hadn't opened the car doors, and they were saying hello. As I'm unloading the car, I ask her about my garage door open at 3 a.m. She looks puzzled that I know. 
So I tell her that I could, you know, tell when my doors are open, and she has this shocked look on her face. Then she tells me that she took my dog out for a walk at that time. Why does my dog need to be taken out at 3 and 4 a.m.? <laughs> yep. This is starting to sound really strange, and now I'm suspicious. Now uh, Jason's wife goes into the house, comes out of the master bathroom, and says, there's kinetic sand on the floor and counter in the bathroom. Jason goes on to say his kids never play with that stuff for months and never in, in their room. So my wife calls the neighbor and asks the grandkids to come over so we could ask. Not only did they play with the kinetic sand spot, they took it back to their house. What? The grandmother is shocked. Come to find out, the grandmother was... The granddaughter. The granddaughter was playing with my wife's makeup, hair products, and who knows what else. Icing on the cake, neighbor husband comes and apologizes for the grandkids, but says he thinks his wife may have been in our room. She took a bottle of my wife's hair stuff. He then tells us that he has to hide his... Percocet. His Percocet in a safe, in a safe because she steals them. What? Later, I go to wash my bike... And I can't find my wash bucket. The neighbor grandkid says, oh, my grandma took it yesterday, and it's in my garage. What the entire fuck is happening? Now I have to change my access codes. I need to find cameras. Who knows how long she's been rummaging through our house when we're gone. Before we, before we just get to the excuses of her being an older lady with boundary issues. No. Now she's just a creep. What's worse is she taught her grandkids the same thing. Now, I do want to tell Jason. It could be worse. She could have been taking shits and leaving them there. But, you know, she's <laughs> rummaging through your stuff. And, and I think this is, like, beyond neighborly. Uh, I think the only thing you could do now is end that, I don't want to say relationship. She's still going to be your neighbor. So you don't want to have, like, a hassle every time you go out uh, to mow the lawn. You know, just, just that sort of behavior of, of I trust you with my keys and codes is over. That's really it. Yeah. Then what else could you do moving forward? I think the 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 reason we share this story is because you know I think everyone has trust uh, stories where the trust was broken, and that's really what it comes they, down to. Like you can't really trust people that much. I know that's a shitty way to live, but I mean, there's too many people out there that are capable of this sort of stuff. I'm not that way. Uh, and I expect everyone else to be that way, but not everyone's that trustworthy when it comes to things like that. I think a lot of people too, especially when it comes to neighbors, you do a lot for each other when you when you're close and and you know you ha you might have kids the same age or you do a lot of things and you build that relationship and you almost rely on each other. So you might look the other way. Like let's say this was maybe she left the garage door open by accident, just that. And you'd be like, oh, please, you know, please don't leave the garage door open. I got some stuff in there. And you'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot. Whatever. Uh, an incident like that, you might look the other way because you still rely on them. It's not worth for it. The, but not worth it. Uh, can I give you another example? This, this, is, this, is a, this is like someone going in your back door you can barely and trust shitting family. in your toilet. Yeah, exactly. You could barely um, trust family, though, Spot. You know, family's weird sometimes and they do things. Like, my, you know what my brother told me the other day? Uh, he said, uh, no, I was on FaceTime with my brother because, you know, that's yo, what I'm we're talking doing. about this girl with a toilet. Yeah, was well, that what he said? We're on quarantine, so I'm, I'm catching up with my brother, and he hits me up. I think he's, dr you know, drinking. What's up, yo? What are you up to? So he's like, yo, let me see your place, yo. So I'm showing him around, and, and I show him my bedroom. He's like, yeah, that bed's kind of dope. Your other one was doper, the one in New Jersey, though, yo. He goes, you know how many times I fucked on that bed? My bad, my bad, but I did, yo. What? So when I was like out of town, my brother used to, you know what I mean? Like, he goes, my bad was the truth. And I'm like, that's my brother. 
You know what I mean? Like, and, and you think I would have been okay with that? Oh, Absolutely not. Wait, what, when you were going back and forth between L.A. and New Jersey, your brother was using your bed as his little F-pad? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. You know, and, and there was something about that bed that seemed a lot bigger. I don't know why. They're both king beds, but that's a story for another day. But the point is, if you can't trust family, you you're going to trust strangers Oh, no, that's a king. That's a, you used to have a King Ralph bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a King Ralph bed. A little, Ralph extra, bed. Girthy, a little oh. extra little extra girthy. All the, no. all the fucking made it spread out. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know. There's some weird illusion that bed had, man. There's something yeah. about that bed. My it's brother funny. my brother was right, but still, he was, he was fucking on it. And that's my point. You can't trust family members. You're going to trust the neighbor? Like, I have these debates, and a lot of times it's out of convenience. Like, let's, I live in an apartment, as you, as you guys know. And let's say something minor needs to be repaired. There's an option on these apps where it's like, well, do you want the maintenance guy to come when nobody's home? You have to give him permission. Mm -hmm. You know, he lives within the unit, uh, within the uh, complex. You know, is he allowed to enter when you're not there? Yeah, permission to enter. And I'm always like, yeah, sure. I just want to get the faucet fixed. But Jordan will be like, no, I don't want him when I'm not here. I don't trust him. And there's a part of me that's like, yeah, I, I don't either. But I just want it done. But think about it. She's like, you don't think he's ever... Like, gone to someone's house and just snooped around. And I'm like, no, because I wouldn't do that. But there's so many people that would. And and it's just not worth it. So I think the reminder here is it's good to trust people. I don't want to, you know, I don't want anyone to question mankind. Because what? The mankind wrestler? and even the wrestler could be a shady motherfucker sometimes. And they might not mean any harm. But curiosity gets the best of them and they're intrusive. What was the lady doing? Yeah, but this is beyond. This is beyond curiosity. We've all been curious. We've all peeked in medicine no, cabinets. So, yeah, that, yeah, okay, maybe, maybe, but I still don't even really do that spot. You know, yeah. and there's a part of I'm me. I'm more that, curious. Like if I if I were to if my neighbor said, "Hey, I left my key for you. Can you feed my cat while I'm gone?" I would not go. Mr. Whiskers. I would not go through their personal stuff, but I would be like, "Oh, this is what their living room looks like. Oh, I like what they did in the kitchen." You would observe, yeah, but you just, wouldn't snoop. That's just being observant. Yeah, you. I, I don't mean like, you have I, eyeballs. Yeah, I would. I'd be like, "Oh, that's a nice painting." But there's a difference between being, yeah. you know, looking at things and then snooping around, you know, or opening up a drawer that you shouldn't open eyeballs? up just because you're quote unquote curious. That's that like weird. you got like electronic balls. Yeah, electronic eyeballs? balls. Are they interactive? Eyeballs. So. I think apples. Uh, apples new you know, feature. I'll tell you what. I think <laughs> eyeballs. Eyeballs. <laughs> I think people are more. I got 128 gigs too. More skeptical. <laughs> I would never go through someone's shit, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> I would never go through someone's stuff because everyone's got cameras now. Oh yeah, if you well, come yeah. to my so house, I got, if, I, got shit, I got the shit wired. If you're old already, Hubbard wasn't wasn't ready for that one. If you're shady, if you're like one of those people that would snoop through someone's house, beware that uh, there's a good chance you might be thinking, "Oh, I'm collecting my neighbor's mail and feeding their cat or something." They could be watching every move. There's people that got caught, like, uh, there's people that get caught all the time. There's, like, news stories where someone was the, the babysitter put your kid to sleep, and then she was fucking her boyfriend on the couch. You, have you seen the camera? Do you see the camera right now? In your place? Yeah. You have, I, I don't know where your camera's exactly. on. Exactly. There's a camera on you right now. On me right now? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Just in case. Do I mean, have, it's not on. Do you have diddle footage of your wife when you're not home? No. <laughs> no. Oh no. my god! What a there's creep. not one in the bedroom. Well, there's that one right there. Yeah, right? it's right there. Yeah, there's one. Um, well, now you're looking for it, but you wouldn't notice it. But I, whenever we go out, I, should I be playing to the camera? It's no. not on. It's not on. Rich. It's just <laughs> stop, like, stop acting. Rich. Should, I, should, I, should I tap dance to the camera? Rich, it's not on. Um, no, but it's good to have when we go away or we're out for an extended period of time to have that camera on because you never know who's coming in here. 
There's shady motherfucker. I'm chasing people with hatchets in my right. garage. It's an apartment. So, uh, there are people. I've seen footage. People will go around to people's doors and try and see if they're unlocked, and they'll go in. Yeah, there's shady people, there's man. Shady that, motherfuckers. That's out the there. only reminder to this story. To lock your back even door. the old sixty-year-old lady that you trusted for all these years can't be trusted because I don't know. There's something with people, man. They just, they're just how do people stink? I don't know what else to say about it. It's disheartening. Everybody stinks. Be better. That's all. That's the truth. And everyone has those stories. I remember our buddy Franz had a neighbor's story similar to that where you know, he was, he, stuff was missing from his garage all the time. It turned, to be, turned out to be the jerk-off neighbor who was yeah. Yeah, you know, always, yeah. always looking over his shoulder to see what he had in his garage. And yeah, Everybody has those stories. All right. So, and those are people you know. Those are people you know. So put that in perspective. Thank you, Jason, for sharing. Appreciate it. All the feedback. On the Cavino and Rich pages, that one from the Carl page. Shout out to the Carls too, man. The Cavino and Rich listeners that are hanging out with us every day, allowing us to do what we do. Um, you know, this is a, a major release for us as Whoa. well. Yeah, I need my major release. Cavino and Rich, best of the week, only on Faction Talk One Hundred and Three. Cavino and Rich, we talk relationships, women, and when you said women. You know how like we've recently debated do we want to do we want to say women? Yes. Spot was interviewing a potential intern candidate. And it was the first time I heard someone say What does that mean when you say women? And I was like, "Oh, who said that?" An intern candidate. But I saw Spot interviewing different candidates to become our intern. Yeah, I would tell him to beat it. Cuz if they're that if their ears are that sensitive and they're going to be questioning you, why would you want to deal with them? No, I no think Spock goes, do you have any questions about our show? And they said, yeah, there's a description that says, but how, you talk, could, how could one... You talk well, women, what does even, that mean? What do, how could one be so in, inquisitive where they don't even understand that? What do you mean, what, what does that mean? I mean, I, you think, don't it's, even get I, it? I think it's a, a valid question. What, what are you talking about women? What do you do? If a, if a candidate we is wanting to work for our show, yeah. and Spock goes, how do you not... Now, do you, you have any questions? You can't do that math, then I don't want you working for me. Well... How, yeah. how could you if, not even figure out what's implied by that? If, if Spot says, do right. you have any questions for me? Right. And the question is like, well, what are the hours? What are this? Well, then what I that? And, and, and then, and by the way, I saw in your description it says you talk women. What, what does that mean? That wouldn't hire. That's, uh, I wouldn't even. May, perhaps they have a point. It sounds tone deaf in today's world. But if you don't know what that means, it almost sounds like you're being combative with that question. I don't think so. I'll give oh, you an example. Uh, that's, that's a nasty question. Oh, I'll give you an example. That, yeah, you sound like Donald Trump. That's a nasty uh, question. You're a, a terrible question. reporter. I don't like it. I don't like, uh, I don't terrible, like it. You're a terrible, terrible. Reporter. I don't like your question. Terrible. Next person. I don't Nas- like it. Nasty question. Good. I'm glad, I'm glad I gave you the opportunity to ask your stupid question. Next. I feel like uh, a shark on Shark Tank when I like your product, but I don't like you. So uh, you what? know what? I'm out. You know what? I was going to offer you a million dollars, but I don't want to work with you. I'm out. Oh, is that what happened? I, that's how I feel about it. How do you, how do you not understand what's even implied? I, I, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, yes, that might sound tone deaf in today's overly sensitive, pussified world. But you're going to tell me that's the question you have well, when I give you an opportunity to ask a question? Well, hold on. What does that mean? How fucking dumb could you well, be? Hold on, spot. Or if you're not dumb, then you're really trying to step on my tone deaf toes. You know what? I thought you were a good candidate. I'm out. Now I'm out. I'm like Mark Cuban. I'm out. You know what? I gave you an opportunity. I'm out. Now no, you're, you're Mr. Uh, you're Mr. Wonderful. I'm yeah. fucking Damon John, bro. I said, I, I, yeah, you got time for that. Now, 
That sounds Spot like then responded. Spot then responded to the candidate by saying, "Oh, you know what? We had recently scrubbed through our social media that shouldn't be in any of the, the descriptions anymore. Thanks for bringing to that to my attention." Okay. Right. Yeah. So that seems to me that I this think it, person I think, but I think might be a, li- a liability. But I think they seem overly but sensitive. I think you want funny. to welcome an overly sensitive no, person? No, because I think it's, I think it's funny. Form? I think it's funny that. You have tried to scrub that from your own image. Yes. And then someone asked the question, and then you get offended. That's not funny. It's implied. You're that dumb, that, and you're that dumb. You want to call out your, employee, your potential employer on something you may think is off color? I don't need that sensitive ninny pants working in my circle. In my dojo. Yeah. If I have to walk on eggshells in our own dojo, fuck that guy. No way. You got to walk on eggshells? You know what? I thought you had all the qualifications, but uh, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Man, I didn't want to fire you. Take your resume yeah, the behind fuck? the barn and shoot it. What the hell? Because it's so implied. You're offended by the word women. Think about what you're saying right now. I understand you have to play the game correctly to not offend. Maybe they were big into but women's studies that out and they wanted to know. Of all the questions this person could ask, like, hey, what sort of advice would you give me? Hey, can you tell me about your journey? Can you tell me about how much time you put into current events? Hey, man, can you tell me about what's, what software you use to edit? His question is, what is by the implied way, by the word Rich women? Is, Rich, is, Rich is singling out a, a single question. We discussed, this was like towards the end. We discussed I, a ton I, of I other know, things. But how do you not figure that out? Are no. you so oblivious that you can't put the math together to be like, All right. well, I guess they talk about relationships and how to because deal with women. That's What else could we, what do you, what do you think we talk about? Oh. What else could that imply? Dude. But what calm else could down. that imply? It's Friday. And you want to welcome a sensitive person like that? No Can thanks. Calm down. No calm thanks. Down. I don't want to deal down. with that. That's annoying. How do you not see that? No. You know, I think that's a valid question, though, and I'll tell you why. Because, valid from your boss. Because if you. Not from some nerd who doesn't know our show at all. Because if, <laughs> if you asked, if you asked uh, Howard Stern. Valid from yeah. someone who what matters. This, what does this mean that, uh, that you have women on the show? Yeah, I would, be, I would I totally understand it. Clearly, tone deaf or is clearly, this person clearly the way in which we discuss women mm-hmm. is different from the way Howard Stern discusses women or well, or involves women or is used to. Yeah. No, he still he still has uh, uh, inappropriate female content on his show. Well, if that person, if their radar is going to go off for a buzzword like women, give me a break. Then I don't want them sitting in on our show right. when we talk about things that could be borderline, uh, you know, fly on the wall sort of conversation. How did this come up? How did you bring this up? Because Kavino said, it's a show. We talk about entertainment, life, sports, women. And then when he said women, I said, oh, it's funny you should say that because I overheard Spot interviewing different intern candidates. And at the end of every interview, Spot says, now, do you have any questions for me? And what, was she like a secret, uh, can, uh, you know, like a, you know, a secret shopper goes into a store to, to spy on the, the workers? Was this a secret intern candidate to see if we're breaking rules? Yeah, secret intern candidate. Well, what the fuck what if it's a, what is a, that? What if it was a southern candidate and they're like, well, it says here Kavino is the hog golf champion. Well, what do you mean by hog What do you mean by hog golf? I once, I once raised pigs in, in Arkansas. Would you? Yeah, like, no one want that dummy on our show. <laughs> you know, I thought. They're you, asking a I question. Thought, Maybe I they were. applied for good reason, but mm-hmm. I'm out. All right. 
Fuck that. Take your idea behind the barn. Sometimes as you said. someone may have all the qualifications. Yo, I watched it. The reason I'm taking that approach is I watched a Shark Tank episode because, I mean, what else is there to fucking do? Last night, right? And they said it might been might have been the greatest product that was ever presented on Shark Tank. But they didn't like them? And this guy kept digging himself a the, deeper what hole. What was the product? Yo, listen to this. He went in there. It was called like pot toppers or something like that, plate toppers. Yeah. And it was like a, like a plastic suction cup that went over every round plate. Whether it be a cake or a dinner or a dessert or anything, it just would suction cup and it would seal so that it wouldn't get cold. Oh, wow. And yeah, it was really great, right? He was like, hey, this is my product. And wait, there's more. They're stackable. He had the whole spiel, right? I'm asking for $90,000 for 5% of my company. And everyone's like, $90,000 for 5% of the company. This is the greatest product I've ever seen. Everyone's blown away by it because it's something you can see everyone mm-hmm. wanting yeah. you know, for their food. It's perfect. It was well-crafted and thought out. This guy had all the degrees and all the patents and everything, right? Like, he was a, a, a doctor. Like, he was super, like, it seemed to prepared be prepared in every prepared, way. Right? Yeah. So, Lori's like, how about I add a zero to your request? So, $900,000 for 5%. So, Mr. Wonderful's like, Nine hundred thousand dollars for how much percent? She's like for twenty five percent of the company, right? Damon John goes, hold on, hold on, <laughs> I'll give you a million dollars, right? A million dollars. This guy came in for ninety thousand. Yeah, for a how much? Million how much dollars percentage? For thirty percent of your company. Uh, that's a lot. A million dollars, Ooh, right? A lot of money. Yeah. yeah. This guy, he starts now negotiating. He's backpedaling. He now evaluates his company way higher than he previously had. So now he wants, now he wants the nine hundred thousand for five percent of oh, the company. Oh no! And he came in so wanting ninety thousand. Yeah, and he came in wanting ninety thousand. Oh, no. So everyone's like, you know what? You overvalued your company at fifteen million dollars. You came in wanting ninety thousand. We offered you a million. You know what? I'm hating you. You had the deal. You may have the best product ever, but I don't like you, so I'm out. I don't wow. like that person just based on what you said to me. <laughs> I'm out. And that's how business works. And that's how I'm working. If I don't like you, I'm not dealing with you anymore. And I know how business works, bro. I know how business works, bro. So this guy had the best product. Look it up. Oh, my God. I had, I had, <laughs> Sorry, I hit it with my foot. I had Jordan look it up afterward. Oh, yeah. And he ended up closing a deal with Lori for 90000 and like five, like the almost close to the original deal or something yeah. like that. And he was such a pain in the ass jerk off. So this guy could have been sitting Hold on a million dollar check. Damon John's yeah. instinct was so right. It was Damon John. I was saying, you know what? I can't deal with you in this meeting. You think I want to be partners with you in the future? Fuck no. I'm out. Oh, good one. So Lori said, you know, she loved the product so much she took the chance. You read up on the product. The deal went through because they couldn't work together because this guy was a pain in the Holy ass. Hell. Yeah. Fuck everyone is my point. <laughs> Did he still end up making the product though? No, I mean, yeah. you assess people, and then you pull a Damon John. I got to give him credit. You know what? This product was amazing, but you are impossible. I'm out. Man. It's like women. You know, I've learned that lesson in life. Yeah, you, you, you look you, you, like you, you, uh, a an doll. You look like you're an angel from heaven. You are beautiful and pristine, but you're a pain in my ass. I'm out. That's how you have to approach it. It's easier said than done. God. But when we're talking internal watching, candidates. By the way, you've been watching too much uh, Shark Tank. Dude, we have built a team for 16 years. You need, I think, some ninny like that bringing us down because they're offended. Fuck them. You're out of your mind. Maybe it was context. Maybe it didn't bother how me as much. How do you not understand what that means? It didn't bother me as much. Could I be honest with you? Yeah. After he 
did his round of all the different interviews, I did bring it up to him. I go, I go, you feel comfortable that that's what they took out of it? That's their question? We've had a successful I said the same one thing. for 16 years. Instead of being inquisitive on how did you do it, how do you do but, it? But that's not people. They ask us what we imply are, by, by that. the way. You know, I, you know how many intern candidates I've, I've Take interviewed? Take them behind the barn and shoot them, Spot. Oh, you're spitting on me. Can Take the stop? resume how behind the barn do and shoot it. You do what is your secret? You know what I would have said? I would have been like, that's your question? Of all the things <laughs> my, you could My ask, question would have been, what is your secret? <laughs> what? I don't what? know. Hey, is Spot. Yo. Mr. I Mr. Mr. Spot, I have my one question secret. for you is. You know what I say? What is your secret? secret? Calm down. Calm down. Hey, man, that's my natural first instinct right there. What well, a pain. Sounds like a pain in the ass. We haven't even met the person. I've said this before. When it comes to coworkers, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to anyone you have to deal with on a regular basis, what do I always tell you, Spot? I always say when we pick intern candidates or producers or, or people that are going to be around in the workspace or in your personal life, I want to like you. That's for that. Liking someone or or someone being pleasant is such an equal part of the qualification. Look at Jake, our previous associate producer. He stuck around because we liked him, not because he was slaying it. I'll be honest. Jake was one of the not most efficient workers. One might say slightly lazy. But Jake we was liked we liked we him personally, like him. and you know what? That mattered more. I don't know, man. That mattered more. I don't know. That bothers me because I love Archie, though. Yeah, you look. I don't know. I don't know why that bothers me, but it does. It's like, what are you implying? You're implying that we're tone deaf, yet we've had a successful run. And I and I admit Who's that it doesn't sound right. But that's your question. It's almost like that 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 intern candidate was trying to call you out on on being a caveman, like a cave person. What do you mean you talk about women? Yeah, like well, what do you? What, well, what don't you understand? What don't you understand? Right, about I never that? realized how much you spit when you get passionate. <laughs> well, this isn't the time for that, bro. I was going to say it's because of uh, what's going keep, on, can, and can we're you, so close. Can you keep? Can you keep yourself calm because Fine, I'm sitting I'll, right next I'll to you? I'll speak in the other and direction, my, and my arm is now coated in uh, coronavirus. I'll speak in the other direction. I haven't seen any of the feedback, but I have to feel the vibes of the the Carl Nation. That I th- I think they're on my side with that. I think uh, to me, I think it was like taken out of context. I know on their part, like like honestly, Rich was buried in his phone the whole time and then looked looked up for like three seconds during that part because my ears perked up when the candidate said, "What do you mean by women?" I'm like, "Oh boy, what do you?" My mean first by thought, women? my first thought was, "Oh boy, like." But you know what? Like you they, it's, it's, well, you know, every day we uh, we highlight someone. Uh, yeah, we highlight one of the influential <laughs> women throughout I mean, history. Yeah, actually, that's a great question. Uh, today, today we're speaking about Jane Goodall. Today, Susan B. Anthony. And, and like Jane it's Goodall, so huh? Of all the women you could have chosen, you went with Jane Goodall. I did. Huh? I did. <laughs> you know, all the women because girls in the mist, very influential. <laughs> of all the women it left. A, it was impactful of in my life. All the women it left a huge impact that have, have created major impact in American history. <laughs> yes. Now we know world who, history. Now we know who Kavino's most influential woman is. Jane Goodall. <laughs> It's who you went Jane with. Goodall. That's who I'm going with. Wow. wow. Uh, hey, uh, let's read the Girl feedback. It's Friday. Uh, a little break from <laughs> no, that's funny. a little break from the coronavirus drama that goes on in everyone's life, work and quarantines. And I know uh, uh, curfews. They just said Miami's curfew starts tonight, so you have to be but, indoors. So a break from all that. 
women. I just think it, I just think it makes you seem a little bit hypocritical because why you've been pushing the angle. I don't see it at all. I, to... That's playing the game the smart way. I understand that everyone is a fucking puto, so I understand how people would take that the wrong way. And if it slipped through the cracks, I get that we're the ones in I mean, the wrong. You, you missed... but, but for one guy who barely knows us to call us out immediately in an interview for that is not the person like you, you didn't want bring on up, our show. You didn't bring up where like I describe what we do on the show, what we discuss. Uh, you so know, how, know we're how, you ad- how we're it. an adult content show. Okay, so for we're... an adult content show, yeah. then how could you? What primarily only <clears throat> men on our show? Maybe... How in the world could you be so? Naive to not understand maybe, maybe what that a, implies. Maybe they had the quote unquote, which I know has changed, but maybe they had the Howard Stern esque notion of what discussing women means, and they were wanted to clarify that. Well, then maybe, don't maybe work to for that our ex- show. Maybe to that extent, we that, don't do that. We've but, never done really? that. We've really? never had women in studio you, riding on fucking are you out of your mind, getting off on the air. You're out of your mind. We talk adult oh, content. That's not, that's not that's the type true. of person we want on our show. But there's the difference between adult content and fucking having women uh, well, stripped down naked in well, studio. Well, Spot, when you're saying... But he's not talking about... Are you have people stripped down. He said, what you do you mean by talking about women? When you, you don't know what their, I, what their notion was. But hold on. When you... Just like you, thought they, question, just like you thought they could have been talking about Jane Goodall. It's Time an out. Odd question. <laughs> to, to, deny, to deny that our content is, is, a, is adult content is foolish. We can't deny that. Right. I just think that... And I let, think this candidate was aware of that. Can we backtrack for a second? Um, explain where this came from. Yeah, Rich. yeah. Well, well, let me just backtrack and say that when we first started doing our radio show, we were partners with Maxim Magazine when Maxim was like a, a, an influential brand in the 2000s. So the slogan for Maxim Radio when Kavino and I started was Maxim Radio with Kavino and Rich, women's sports, comedy, and entertainment. That, right. was, the, that was the... And what's on the cover of every Maxim? A, a woman. Right. But what I'm saying is back in the day in the 2000s when we started... I don't know. I haven't seen it in years. In the in the spot in the in the radio world, there's something in the radio world. There's something called a positioning statement, like Z100, New York's hit music, right? Like, does radio stations have positioning statements? Maxim Radios was women's sports, comedy, and entertainment. Maxim Radio. I thought it was women's sports, comedy, music. Uh, women. It might have been music, not entertainment. But it was women's sports, comedy, music. So when Cavino still says that sort of in in his own way. When he says women, you're right. It does sound different than it did in 05, 06. I'll be the first to admit that. And, and we've taken off our website and social media that in the description because it does seem a little caveman-like to be like, women. Yeah, relationships so we try is to the better relationships, word. Relationships. Because right. that's what we're really getting down to. But what Kavino's saying is when an intern candidate is like, what do you mean women? It does make my butthole itch because it's like, uh, are they going to be the type of person that's offended? Yeah. How do you not see that? You don't see what happened to Larry David when he hired yeah, the it, wrong person? I get it, but he, I, stu- he got sued and thrown into prison. And he had to get a they got a spite house. Right. <laughs> he yeah, had to open a spite yeah. store. Do you want to have to open a spite store? I be you know me, I'm a big on spite. I love spite. And I you must lo- then you must love this season of oh, Curb. Oh, this then. this season <laughs> spoke to me so much. This season of Curb was like my my uh yeah. Who's your favorite cameo with their spite store in the finale? Uh, oh, definitely Sean Penn. In the bird store? <laughs> in the bird store. Just because it's Sean Penn. Oh, man. Oh, you want to read some of the feedback? No, I don't. You want to take some of the phone calls? No, Why? I'm good. Why? Let's, you do it. What's up with you? You read it. You read have it. the ability. You can read. I read that. You guys, read. My phone died. Oh, di- oh let me go get, yeah, you. Let me go get me your charger. charger. All sorts you of... Re- uh, you read off my computer. I'll okay. go get your charger. Different Damn it. feedback. Jim Ramsey, shout out to Jim. 
When I look around this pool of interns, I see nothing but untapped potential. Mm. Pinocchio style. <laughs> That's funny. You've got potential. You've got potential. Yeah, yeah. So he posted that commercial and from Geico. By the way, before some asshole could even say, how is your phone dead at 8 in the morning? I put it on one of those uh, one of those charges where it's like a mat. Should we add it to the death meter? Just kidding. El Blanco McFly, relax. El Blanco McFly saying, just checked in. Can we have no death counts today? Hey, El Blanco, you know I appreciate your support, and I love that you guys listen. But are we so sensitive that we can't handle the reality? I'm not exposing that to offend or upset anyone. This is the headline on every major news network, Mm -hmm. trying to make it seem real and give you the update so that you don't have to go to CNN to see how this is spreading. This is the reason we're all home. People are dying. I'm sorry if the reality hurts, but that's the truth. You know, if that's what takes people to stay indoors, then so be it. It's a serious thing. Yeah. So I understand that it's it's like something that people don't want to hear, but I'm okay with it. Oh, and by the way, I said before people bit, like sarcastically say, "How is someone's phone dead at eight in the morning?" You ever try to you ever charge your phone on? One of those like power mats or like one of those chargers that you lay your phone on. Yes. If it goes, if it moves just a little bit and it mi- loses that, uh, yeah, I know that connection. I woke up this morning, I'm like, how's my phone? Fu- ah, oh, son of a bitch. So yeah, that's how. That's Chris how White Sox, your boy, Rich says I'm being combative. No, I'm just being protective <laughs> of boy. something we've built. Chris White Sox, did you spend 16 years building a show? We Ooh. did. I don't need some sensitive uh, nerd. Coming in here, asking dumb questions, right. reporting I to HR. Be, we're okay, man. Uh, let's see. No one Keith reported. Lives. No one reported anything. But I know what you're. What you're saying is, it your spidey senses. They say makes you feel like this is a person that is is yeah. is potential. No way. Yeah. Just like Damon John said, you know about that guy I was talking about. You know what? You're a hassle. I don't want to work with you. It seems the same way with that person. You know, if maybe my butthole would have tightened up more if we were the show that still had women on and, and you know, we're a little bit raunchy now and then. Dude, like, are, you show like, you're, are you blind no, to we're what not, we talk we're just, about? We're not that show anymore, you so it doesn't bother me. You guys talk about loads every you, day. We, 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 what are you talking about? If this person could be offended by you talking about your uh, bloody dick and uh, how your fucking it, wife's t- horny and you're fucking your wife and jizz and loads I, and all I that. That's about, a, I, I mean, talk about it in a very uh, scientific way. I mean, you could laugh and joke about that with us right here, but... Do keep in mind, if there's someone that's very sensitive, perhaps our show's not for them. Rich sticks his dick in the mashed potatoes. Archie sticks his dick in peanut butter. Right. That's true, he did. Yeah. You know? Imagine you were like, hey, intern, what do you stick your dick in? And they're like, your career? Because it's over. Keith Velez <laughs> says he agrees with Chris White Sox. Um, the kid asking a question happened that I went from zero to a thousand. I mean, that is hey, true. Dude, and I, you mean, know, I, and you know I built my life and career someone... around this show. I don't need some guy... Who knows nothing about it clearly to come in and start and, being being inquisitive about what we do? And someone asked, you "Who are know, you?" Someone asked what I said, and I actually said what Rich said. I described, you know, how our show started, how and, our show and, evolved, and our evolved because you can't expect an Isn't average person. Isn't that self-explanatory? Spot? No, you don't. You can't really? expect. We're a guy. You, we, we're a guy. Should we talk yeah. about guy things? Well, what do you mean when you talk women? I don't know. Uh, like relationship stuff that's not implied when you, you think we're talking about the physique of a woman I, yes some people might think that who knows dude because, God, how because dumb I think you be? I, 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 because you know when I when I describe our show 
I say, well, we're, if you're that dumb, then you're not qualified. Oh, oh, uh, I, now you're going the extreme I, other way. You can't expect, I think you guys are crazy to not agree with You me. can't expect the average person to know about uh, someone, that, you know, especially younger people, to know about our show. Not everyone knows about our show. Not everyone knows about uh, every well, show. You know on who you should be hiring? Someone that knows about our show and wants to be I part t- of the I, show. I'm sorry, bro. I love you, but there's very few college students that know who Kavino and Rich are. Take them to the back of the barn and shoot them. So if I, I can only so now. So now, if no. I was applying for an internship, yeah, but I they would know apply our sh- for things that on. I was into. Hold on. They I wouldn't know, come in not knowing anything no, about it because the people want to like when I people want to work for. Sirius XM, they want to be part of Sirius XM. They know there's a lens. They want to work in talk programming. And then they investigate the shows after the fact. It's like, yes, this person listened to the show. They listened to some clips. They were familiar with the show. Okay, but perfect. they don't know, but they don't know the history of the show. Right, but, but they don't know they don't they don't know they're not you, watching the documentary on Netflix about Camino and Rich because right. there isn't one. All right, hold on. Could I just say so I, you fill them in. You guys are, but they know the you guys show are, you guys right are, now, and and it's in its existence right now, which are, is not what it was 15 years ago. You guys are both right. Let's please move on. Spot, you're right in that it's a it's a fair question if you're asking them. Come on, more questions. You have questions for me. It's not a fair question. It's but stupid. You're, if I was know, like, yo, dude, we talk about chicks. Do we have to? You have. Does that have to? Does that require an we explanation? We don't talk about chicks anymore. So Hold on. we don't. No. And does that require explanation? Are you that dumb? That you can't figure that out. What do you mean by chicks? Like, what do you mean? Well, honestly, uh, that's you, an inquisitive. If, from honestly, the wrong if you place use the question. word chicks, I think chicks is a little bit more uh, yeah. indicative yeah. than Same. women. Chicks sounds like you're some bozo from like 1989. Women, women, chicks. If it was women, you might be talking about Jane Goodall every oh, day. Oh God, how dumb! All right, uh, let me read, let me read the feedback. I don't have the patience for how stupid this person appears to be. Uh, I think you're just taking it out of I context. think you've taken one yeah, simple I'm, question. A, I'm offended because it, it, it's something that we built. And, and B, I think, is poor judgment to elect someone like that in this circle. And, and three, yes, A, B, three, take this person's resume behind the barn and shoot it. Um, Camino has never seen a barn. That's from DJ in Kansas. Um, stupid. DJ, my family lived on a farm. So I'm gonna take you behind the By the barn way, you saying you. my family lived on a farm is like, a farm is like me when I say I've been to the Eiffel Tower. No, like, not at all. My family lives on a barn. I'm talking my dad's side of the family completely lived on a farm. If Spot wasn't buried in his phone, he'd find just as much humor in you saying your family. That doesn't lived on mean a farm. that I'm, uh, you know, bailing hay every uh, every year, but. It's the truth. Chico, California is with you. He said, Kavino, show's awesome. Bring someone in who asks questions like that out the gate. They're going to ruin the show. Yeah, it's a bonehead question. That's from Josh. It's bonehead or coming from a really sensitive place. Either one doesn't jive with me. Spock, can I come over for coffee next week? Your cinnamon tip sounds delicious. Yeah, come on over. Uh, You just have to stay six feet away from me. All right, let's get into some jubbos. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Is the intern candidate listening? Let's see. Thank you, guys, for being around during these tough weeks. You are essential. Thank you, Robs. Uh, Rich's positioning statement is mangina. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a write that down. Yeah, yeah. Mangina. <laughs> write that down. It's funny. The quarantine is showing how each one of you are taking turns. Who's on edge today? Clearly, Cavino. I'm good. No, that's that's, from Colorado. that's also a. Uh, 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 
I don't want to say I don't want to be Donald Trump. Very stupid, very stupid comment. You're a terrible very, reporter. You're a terrible <laughs> commentator. Stupid, stupid, <laughs> stupid. That's you. You didn't invest your entire life in doing this every uh. day. You know, so I'm gonna have someone who doesn't know Jack the Lee do about what I do to come and be inquisitive about it. Fuck you. This is my living. So yes, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go from zero to a thousand. That's what I do. Kavino is right. Spot, move on. Yesterday was sassy spot. Today is sensitive Kavino. Not sensitive. sensitive. This is my livelihood, jerk-offs. Is it sensitive Whoa. if we're talking about what pays the bills and has provided me a career for 16 years? I'm not taking that chance. All right. Move on. Move on. Move on. Damon John inspired me last night. I, I can I tell. That's what it is. I, I, think you, I think you're a little fired up. From By the way, I watched... Uh, I'm a shark. I watched an episode of Shark Tank. I, when I watch that show, I love when they do the what do you call it? like the, the 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 updates on previous products because without the update, you're you're left with a sense of like oh shit. Or maybe they do that so that you look it up and then maybe buy it. And by the way, let this be a learning lesson that there's a lot of great people out there with great products and great presentations, and they put forth a, a great resume and they have great intentions. But they don't make it. And you know why they don't make it? Because they're unlikable and they're hard to deal with. I've lived with people close to that. I know it. I've seen it. I smell it. And I hear people still saying things. Well, I would tell them to fuck off. Well, you know what? If you tell them to fuck off, you will get fired. You have to be someone who's easy to work with if you want to succeed. Plain and simple. No one wants to work with a pain in the ass. That sounds like a pain in the ass. I may be a pain in the ass on the radio, but when it comes to working, I do what I have to do. That's life and relationships, period. No yeah. one wants to deal with the fucking pain. No one wants You're to right. deal with, a, with a, a, a Karen, let me ask the manager. I want to talk to the manager. There's, there's, Calm down. there's a reason. No one Calm wants to down. deal with Kids Bob Karen. There's a reason why certain people don't get the job. And you might say, man, I mean, my, my friend says they keep looking for this, you know, this particular job in their in their career in their career path and nothing's working out there's a very good chance that they just present poorly in interviews some people don't know how to make that first impression some people come across as like the type of person you don't want to hang out with every day i always tell spot i mean not that spot needs me to tell him but i always say hey spot you know whoever you choose as a candidate and i used to say this with the mashup or at other jobs i've had whoever your intern is or whoever you hire as as someone to work on your team most importantly, you have to hang out with that person every day. Right. So, yeah, they can be a great worker, but if they're, if they're a great worker you hate, there's a great workers at every job we've ever had well, that, person, that I don't like. That person's going to lose their job. There's a great work. I can name I can name great workers at every job we've had that I don't personally like, and then I can name people at every job we've had that are really great people that are sort of sucky workers. People, people get hired and fired for those reasons. I put my head down and do my work. In real life, I'm a pain in the ass, and that's why maybe my life is difficult. I save all of my energy to complain in real life. When it comes to work, I just do what I have to do to make my money and do my best and keep moving forward. You're listening to the Cavino and Rich Best of the Week podcast. Want to hear more? Tune in to Cavino and Rich live every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, and catch them 24-7 on demand with the SiriusXM app. Not a SiriusXM subscriber? Sign up now at SiriusXM.com. Cavino and Rich, only on SiriusXM's Faction Talk 103.